sota daf vav, the last thing we were discussing, that if a sota's husband died, um, she should not get a yibum, only a halitza. Rav Yosef, uh, there was three possibilities of what he said. Either it's v'yatsi'ami betov v'halacha v'ayta le'ishacher, le'ishacher not yabam, Abay had an issue with that. Some say Rav Yosef said, not to destroy another person's house and by doing Yibum he's destroying a house and Abayah had a problem with that and the third one was from logic Aher has to be someone who has no connection with uh, with the first husband and the brother does have a connection with his brother and Abayah had a problem with that and Yosef, Yosef answered to each one and with that, we're going to start Vav Amud Aleph, seven lines in towards the end of the line, which says, Rabbah Amar. Rabbah explains the reason that if a Sota's husband dies and they don't have any children, the reason she doesn't get a Yibum is just straight up a Kalva Homer. Because Im Neesra Bemutala Beasur La Lokal Sheken, if she's Asur to her husband, he was Mutata, and now she's Asur to him. The brother who was Asur up until this point, all the more so, should be Asur. Your Kalva Homer doesn't work because according to you, Kohen Gadol is and Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. Umet, and let's say they die without children. There's a brother who's a Kohen Idiot. Lotit Yabem, she shouldn't be able to get a Yibum because she was Asur to the brother, the Kohen Gadol, then she should not be Mutar to the Kohen Idiot, even though generally the Kohen Idiot is allowed to marry a, a widow. Because Im Nesra Bemutal, let's use the same Kalva Homer, Im Nesra Bemutal, if she's Asur to the original husband, Be Asur La Lokol Sheken, all the more so with the one who it was Asur to her the entire time because it was his brother. But the Gemara pushes that away because that doesn't make sense because. How could you say that she was Asur? She's still Asur. She was never Mutar. And again, how could you say Mutarla, meaning Koyen Gadol, is always Asur Lahu. He was always Asur. So there's no Kalva Homer. You can't compare one case to the other. Ela, this is the question Abaye brings to Rabbah. According to you, Eshet Kohen Shene'ensa, the wife of a Kohen who was forced by another man, and now she's Asur to her husband, only by Kwanim, but if it was regularly sell, she would still be Mutar. Umet, let's say her husband does that children, Vieshlo Ah Halal, and he has a brother who is a Halal, meaning the, the Kohen's father had another child from Halutza or a Gerusha or one of these type of situations. That a Kohen is not allowed to marry. Lotit Yabem, she should not be Mutar because Im Nesra be Mutar La. If she was Asur to the Kohen who was Mutar up until this down, uh, up until this time, Be Asur La, Lokal Shekin, the one who's Asur all the more so, she should be Asur, meaning this uh, this brother, he was Asur and all the more so keeps being Asur. The Gemara says, Honest be Israel, Mishra Share. Honest by regular Israel is Mutar. And by the brother who's a halal, there's no isur. Remember, he's not a kohen. He could have the same last name, but he's not a real kohen. And therefore, it doesn't fit in. So you see, Abaye just ruined four explanations to why is it that if the husband of a sota dies without any children, she does not get ibum only halitza. Next, Mishnah. Ve'elu asurot The following women who are sotot, they're married to a kohen. 
and they're not eat teruma anymore. Why? Because you can't check them out. You can't give them that water. So number one, If a woman told her husband, listen, I was mizaneh under you, or there was witnesses who came and said, your wife was mizaneh, or a woman says, I'm not drinking. Well, okay, she doesn't want to get checked. Okay, or the husband himself doesn't want to give her the water. And or on the way to the Beit HaMikdash to give her the water, they were together. At that point, the water doesn't check her anymore. And in these four cases, they're not allowed to be together, but you can't give her the water. And at that point, she's a Surti Terumav, she's married to a Kohen. And the Gemara starts, Amar of Amram, Hamilta, the following din, Amar Lanav Sheshat, Vanhar Lan Aynin Mimatitin. So Sheshat told us a din, and he lit up our eyes from our Mishnah. Meaning, he made it clear to us from our Mishnah. How? He said, If a sota has witnesses to testify that she actually did uh, the, the, the Tumah action, even if they are far away overseas, the water can check her. My Tama, what's the reason? Because the Pasuk says, She secluded herself with another man. And she became Tameved and there's no witnesses. Meaning, there's no witnesses anywhere that know about it. That means if there was a witnesses that knew about her being Tameved, the water can check her. Now, by the way, she points out, you're right, we learned this that different Dilasha earlier, but at the end of the day, you have to look at Pshat in the Pasuk. And Pshat in the Pasuk says, if there's witnesses who know about her, the water doesn't check. And it's Lapokeha, it's coming to exclude a case like this, where there's witnesses, there's someone out there who knows about this. And he lit up our eyes from our Mishnah. Look, he said, look at our Mishnah. It says, And Aidim came and said she was Tameh. Uh, when did these Aidim come? If it's before she drinks the water, well, zonahi, then she's a zonah, she can't drink water, and all the, the entire zona process happens, not sota process. You want to say that the witnesses came after she drank? Well, if you want to say, that the water doesn't check her out, Shapir. Meaning, okay, she drank, and nothing happened. And uh, there's no proof if she was Mizana or not. Okay, since there's witnesses, I, I understand. The word checks afterwards. Then the fact that she drank and, and she didn't blow up, and then the witnesses came, you, uh, the fact that she didn't blow up, I'll tell you that uh, she's uh, that she didn't do anything wrong. That these uh, witnesses are liars. Rather, you have to say that there is a possibility that if there's witnesses out there, that the water doesn't check it. And he so he cl- he clarified it from our Mishnah. But the Gemara doesn't like what Rav Sheshat's proof is from our Mishnah because Amar Adler of Yosef of Yosef told me that Olam Emalach Mayim Botkir to Yikrov said that the water does check her. Veha Em was zechut Maybe she had some sort of zechut. Maybe she gave a little bit extra tzedakah. She prayed a little bit extra hard. I don't know. She had some sort of zechut to protect her from this water. So be my kamiflagi. What's the real machloket between Rav Sheshat and Rav Yosef? What's really going on over here? The machloket is be mitnavna derebi. The the case where she slowly gets sick and dies, according to Rebi. That the tenan Rebi Omer. Meaning, 
Rabbi holds there's some sort of zechut in this water, meaning if she has some sort of zechut, it protects her from this water. She doesn't give birth right away. She doesn't uh, get better. She doesn't get uh, stronger. Rather, she gets weaker and weaker, and then she ends up dying from whatever sickness was caused by the water. According to both of them, there's this process of getting sicker. Just according to Rabbi, she ends up dying from that sickness. According to Rabbanan, she just dies regular. So that's why Rav Sheshat proved from our Mishnah that if there's witnesses, then the water doesn't work. Because if the water would work, then she would slowly get sick and die. And the fact that she did get sick and died is the biggest proof that uh, she didn't do anything wrong. And that's why you have to say that there's a possibility of the water not checking her. Rav Yosef holds that Rabbi has this concept of her getting sick and dying. Rabbanan don't even have this concept altogether. It's either all or nothing. Either she drinks and dies or nothing. So Mativ Rav Shimi so now here's another question on Rav Sheshat. Rav Shimi Barashi has a question. It says, Rabbi Shimon Omer, en tola mamarim. There's nothing that can protect you from the, this bitter water. If she if she was mezana, she was mezana. If she's not, she's not. There's no tzedakah, there's no mitzvah that can protect her. V'imata omer tola mamarim. If, if you're going to say that there's uh, the zechuyot that could protect a woman from mamarim, matchayata et amayim bifnei kol nashim ashotot. Now all the sotot are not going to be scared to drink that water. You're just going to make it, the whole concept weak. And on, on top of that, And what about all the tehorot women who drank it and nothing happened? They're going to say, oh, maybe this happened, maybe that happened. Maybe there's a, she gave tzedakah or something. There's some sort of zechut. People are going to say that they're really probably had some zechut. So out of their kavod, Rabbi Shimon said that no, the, the, not, there nothing, no mitzvah could protect you from this water. Now, ve'im itan, if we say like Rav Sheshat, yesh la'idim v'natayam, nami atam otzi shemra ala teorot shatu, if we go according to Rav Sheshat's shita, that if there's witnesses somewhere, and who knows where, that the water doesn't do anything, then you can have the same problem. All those women who drank, you're gonna, people are going to talk bad about them. People are going to say that they're really temeotayu. There's probably witnesses somewhere, and that's the reason it's not working. So it's a problem, Rav Sheshat. So the Gemara explains the Rabbi Shimon Kamat. You're talking about the Rabbi Shimon. The Rabbi Shimon with his chut lo talia, idim nami lo According to Rabbi Shimon, if the chut can't work, then idim for sure can't work. Rav Sheshat was talking according to Rabbi Rabbanan, who weren't worried about the, the what people are going to say. Rabbi Shimon argues. So Mativ Rav. So now Rav has a question on Rav Sheshat. The following women, the sotot, they have to give a minha. The following, they have to give the minha, and it uh, and it gets burnt, and you can't redeem it. You can't take it out the cholim. Number one, If a woman at the end of the day she's showing up over there in the Beit Hamikdash and she's all nervous and she admits, you know what, I'm uh, I'm teme'a. Or there's witnesses who come in and uh, they said she was mezana. In these cases, you burn the minha. Got to get rid of it. There are two aidim emat. So the question is again, uh, when did the aidim come? If you want to say before the minha became kadosh, before they put the flower in a, in a holy bowl, one of the clay sharet that they used in the Beit Hamikdash, then why they burn the minha? Tipu, they go out to holin.
redeem it with money, it, and the money will go to tzedakah, and then the, the minhas should go to holy nizan after burn. Ela lebatar de kadosh. You have to say it's after they already put the minha in the, the bowl, and it's already considered kadosh, and you can't redeem it anymore. And the Gemara now explains the question. The water checks her out, and we know if she was Mizana or not. So you understand that this Minha could be given like any other Sota. So therefore, when it became Kadosh, meaning before the witnesses came, it was already in the bowl, Shapir Kadosh. Okay, it's, it, it's, it was mit Kadesh properly. And therefore, and therefore, okay, it's kadosh. We can't redeem it, and okay, they just burn it, right? You can't give it on the mizbeach, but on the other end, you can't redeem it. Okay, so burn it. If you want to say like that if there's idim somewhere and the water doesn't check her out, if that's the case, if the idim came afterwards. We should just say that retroactively, that when we put it in the, when we put the flour in the bowl, it was, uh, it was just a mistake, and therefore, Vatipu Gahulin should just go out to Hulin. So why are we saying it burns? So Amar of Yudah from Diskarta explains, it doesn't mean that the witnesses came and, and said that she was Mezana originally. Rather, he explains the case, Kegonche Zintaba Azara. That uh, she was mezana in the, the azad, the, the courtyard of the Beit Hamikdash. After already she put the the, the minha in the in the bowl. The kadush shapir kadush. So originally when they put it in, it was done properly. Now she is mezana, and that's why when witnesses came and said she did whatever she did in the azara, it burns. Matkif larav mishashia. Rav mishashia doesn't understand. Okay, it's a great answer, but. You have uh, Kohanim sitting there over there with her, making sure that uh, nothing happens. So the Gemara explains, yeah, she's in Tami Perhekeunatsman. Yeah, the Perhekeuna were with her. And Rav Amar, he explains, we're talking about situation, whether she needs to go to the bathroom, and someone did something with her over there. Why are you saying the Perhekeuna are holding onto her head? Meaning, they're not watching her every second. It could be when she went to the bathroom, something happened. Here's another answer. No, the way we explained it before, that the witnesses came and they explained that before this and this happened, when you said, typically, they go out to Cholin, really, you have to burn it. Why? Really, technically, it should go out to Cholin. Hachamim said, burn it. Why? So people don't say, it goes uh, from a klisharet, which is holy, to just uh, you can do whatever you want with it. And it can be holin. Hachamim said, "Listen, we have to we have to be careful, and uh, therefore just to burn it." Now the Gemara doesn't really uh, like Rav Papa's answer because Mativ Rav Mori Rav Mori has a question. Look, we have a bright that says, "Nitmet minhata adshelokitcha bekeli." If the minhav the sota became tameh before it became kadosh in a, in, a, in one of the holy vessels, It's like any other minha that became tameh before it became kadosh and let it be redeemed. However, once it was uh, became kadosh in a keli, it was put the minha was put in the, the bowl.
them to be like any other minha that became tamah after became kadosh and it gets burnt. Now, kadash ha let's say the Kohen put the Kohmets uh, from the minha into the Kilisharet, into the holy vessel, and it became kadosh, veloi speak like and didn't get a chance to give the, the, the minha achemet to until the husband died, and there's no reason to make her drink. Maybe she died and it became like any other minha that became pasul or there's no reason to give. However, Karava comments, let's say they gave the, the, the minha, let's say they gave it and the Kohen didn't get a chance to eat whatever's left of it. That's the, the process of this, uh, the minha of the sota until he died or she died. They became like any other minha that was given correctly, and then the owners died, and they could continue, the Kohanim could eat the rest. Now, although that uh, they can't finish the job, they can't make her drink, but still, the the, the, korban, the, the minha in this case was, was given correctly. The reason we give it is a safek, the whole thing is a safek. And therefore, she did what she was supposed to do, she gave, and either she died or her husband died, and th- that was it. But uh, the reason they're not giving her is because of a technicality. It's not because uh, she, she doesn't want or she didn't do anything. She did whatever she was supposed to do. Now, if all the Sanaidim come and they say, no, she was a Teme'a, then the Minha gets burnt. If word got out that her Aidim were liars, everything goes back to the beginning and everything, the Minha is actually Hulin. Now, there's a problem with Torah Papa. We should burn it because people might say you left a Sharet, Klikadosh, and it gets burnt. Uh, so it's a problem with uh, with Rav Papa. Over here we're telling you it goes out to Cholin when they're found out to be Aidim Zomimin. But uh, Rav Papa, they should be Mahmir of Midrabanan also. The Gemara says Aidim Zomimin. Kamat, you're talking about Aidim Zomimin. Aidim Zomimin. Kala itlehu. There's a voice with Aidim Zomimin. People know about it. Uh, the word gets out, and people understand that that when the Minha was in the Klisharet, it was never really Kadosh. Now, Tanya Kavatet Rav Sheshat ve'lav mitameh. We have a Brayta like Rav Sheshat, but not from his reason. We, uh, the pasuk says ve'imlonit and ve'lonit me'ah ha'isha u'torahi. If she is not Tameh and she's actually Tahor and she shall be clean and she should have a child. Now it says Utorahi. So Tehora means that she will have a child only if she's actually Tahor. Not if there's Aidim somewhere, somewhere far away. And that's the reason the word didn't work. Utora, that extra Vav. That she has to actually be tahor veloshet al tal zechut, and not uh, the reason she got saved because some uh, merit or some uh, uh, some mitzvah that she did. That word he veloshis uvet nu ba mozerot balevana. She has to be tahor, and not that it was obvious that even the ladies who are sewing uh, who are sitting together are talking about it that uh, she was a mezana. Okay, Rabbi Shimon, I, I get it. You're not doresh at extra vav. However, the ha'ika you still have that tehora, that actual word tehora, yesh la'idim ninatayam. You still have the case where she actually has to be tahor, but not. Uh, but but, but uh, the re- the reason the word didn't work is because there's witnesses overseas who know exactly what happened. Um,
based according to Rabbi Shimon, what's he going to do with that pasuk? Because you're still stuck with what Rabbi Shimon was saying the entire time, that if you say this drasha, then people are going to say about the ladies who are actually tahor, they're going to say, oh, they're really tameh, but there's witnesses, but really there's some sort of zechut that she had. So Rabbi Shimon responds, Lo that's something that's not common for a woman to, to, to do such an action and for there to be aideen, but the aideen are far away. Uh, that's something that's not common. So we're not worried that people are going to say that the reason that she's tahor because there's witnesses far away. No one's going to say that. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.